Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Matchball 30 sponsored by Calidus, leading consultants in health and safety, project management, asset management, environmental services and training. Visit wearecalidus.com for more information. The Matchball. Welcome to the Match Ball 30 with Dan, Michael and Moscow, our game-by-game journey through the league championship pursuit in 1991-1992. We're trying to dust ourselves down following the defeat to QPR three days ago. Back at Allen Road today against Wimbledon. Uh, undeniably, the pendulum has swung in the favour of Manchester United, but we're going to give a good go of it if today's anything to go by. Um, we have a new signing though. An exciting, thrilling... So Dean Saunders at last? Yeah, yep. More <laughs> more attacking prowess has been brought in. No, it hasn't, has it? It's a strange signing. It's an old Scotsman from the second division. Is this a pal of Gary McAllister then? Do we know that? Maybe that's the maybe that's the link. Do they play golf together or something? They played together at Motherwell and they signed together for Leicester. So they are close mates. I don't know whether that's been the... Crucial thing to get him through the door. Howard says um, it was a different process. He was selling Leicester a player and decided to sign one while he was there. Talking about the arrival of Ali Mocklin, by the way. 31-year-old Scotsman. It lacks a bit of the glamour of Cantona, doesn't it? But um, Wilco does like a reliable old hand, doesn't he? Uh, it's hard to get excited about it, isn't it? But, I mean, we do need some players. He can play midfield or at fullback and... We are massively short of fullback at the minute, so it, it gives us an option, I suppose. Well, that young lad who was on the bench at QPR, Simon Grayson, has been sold to Leicester, and whilst this was happening, Mocklin has come in the other way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of a strange move because Simon Grayson has been around the place. I think he signed the same day as Gary Speed, who has obviously had a very different career over the last couple of seasons from Simon, but he had the similar kind of ability that he could play fullback and he could play in midfield as Mocklin has so it's kind of like we've we've ditched a young um, <laughs> utility player to bring in an old utility player but mm. we were talking last time you know injuries are hurting us and they're hurting us in this game as well so um, there's, there's some sense to it in that sense. And Wilco was saying at the end of the last game that the experience in the squad and kind of the more battle hardened players that we've got are going to be crucial and He's got a lot of games under his belt. He's a bit of a reputation of a hard man and all this sort of stuff. So it, I guess it kind of makes sense. You just It's one of those signs that you effectively hope he doesn't really have to play very much. <laughs> well, maybe he's the talisman. 
that we need to see us through for the rest of this season because he comes onto the bench here and look what happens. Well, we'll do the game in a minute after we've done the lineups. Um, you know, you normally you could these days pick Leeds United's 1 to 11, barring Mel, who's been injured at, at right back. John Newsom stepped in there, but, you know, it's like for like. So let's see what you make of this then. Uh, John Lukic in number one, John Newsom in number two, Eric Cantona, number three. That's disrupting the old 1 to 11 vibes, isn't it? David Batty in four, Fairclough five, six, Chris White, seven is Strachan, eight is Wallace, nine is Chapman, ten McAllister, and eleven, Gary Speed, Subs, Shutty, and Ali Mocklin straight onto the bench. Dorigo was expected potentially to be back for this, but he is still out. Whitlow has a hernia problem that we picked up on a you couple told, of... You told he was getting through it. You said he'd battle through anything. He's done his best, but even heroes have their limits, don't they? <laughs> so it does mean that Cantona comes in, playing up front, but in the number three shirt. Speed has moved to left back and Wallace playing off the uh, off the front too. Uh, it worked. Anyway, Cantona's second start against this Wimbledon side. Hans Sagers, Warren Barton, John Scales, Terry Phelan, Scott Fitzgerald, Laurie Sanchez, Paul Miller, Robbie Earl, Martin Hayes, Paul McGee, John Fashionu, uh, Andy Clark on the bench, Joe Kinnear, their manager. It all looked like it was going so well at one stage as well. Going into this, because obviously we're trying to keep up with what uh, Man United are doing at Sheffield United. They went behind at one stage, so it could have been a perfect day. Mm. Only got the winner eight minutes from the end as well. It was all... It was all set up at one stage, but at least we seem to be back on track after getting spanked at QPR. It was one of those where you wouldn't have been entirely surprised if we turned up and lost 1-0 today or they'd managed to grind out a 0-0 and it's it's definitely gone at that stage. But, you know, we wanted a response and we got one. And for once, this game is, is wrapped up within half an hour to all intents and purposes, uh, isn't it? And we could have had two before we'd even scored the first. Um, final score ended up as 5-1. So story of the game is... A couple of early chances, as we mentioned, uh, including a McAllister shot, but it's 23 minutes when the breakthrough happens. Lukic involved in a surprising number of these of these goals today. A slightly more industrial style needed against Wimbledon, but it worked. And as we run through them, it's amazing how many goals came down their right-hand side, our left. It looked like Rod Wallace was giving uh, that Warren Barton chap a right old uh, run around. And David Batty. Yes. Let's not forget, tricky winger David Batty is involved in this first one. It's, uh, yeah, as we said, it's a, it is a long... A long Lukic kick forward, but Chapman wins it as he as he always does. And then it's Wallace who picks it up on the left with with Batty streaming down the outside. Batty of him. on the overlap. Batty on the yeah. overlap, and he uh, he crosses in. It's I think he kind of misses his cross because it's with his left, but it, it seems to fool all the defenders, and it just kind of goes uh, bobbling across the six yard box. It's almost like they'd all gone running back in, and then it sort of went behind them almost towards the penalty spot. Yeah, I mean, I, you imagine he was probably trying to put this on Chapman's head. But he uh, instead it's it's just yeah it bounces across the box and Chapman's pulled seeing where it's coming pulled off and uh, a left foot finish from Chapman as well yeah very very nice indeed just slightly I mean, it looked almost like painfully easy in its execution did this one that's how Chapman can make it sometimes yeah and we go uh, fast forward just another four minutes and it's two nil uh, Warren Barton doing whatever Warren Barton was thinking in his head uh, just kicked it at Rod Wallace who who picked it up went down the outside it's that same area of the pitch again isn't it just running down the left. You know, out wide and it's a, I think this is a really really good cross is this he just takes it to the byline and just chips it he lofts it perfectly onto the head of Lee Chapman it's almost like he knows exactly where he's going to be and exactly the height it needs to be at I think it's probably where Batty was aiming his cross at that it went a bit wrong but this is a, yeah this is perfect this is absolutely a goal we've seen Lee Chapman score a hundred times over two yards out perfect header and then four minutes later 3-0 game over at Lukic involved in this one again setting it up with a big kick uh, it ends up down with Strachan in the right-hand side, so we're attacking the cop end 
in the first half. And this is really, really nice. You can see exactly what he wants to do, this little give and go that he does. I think he's actually looking for Mel Sterling overlapping on the right, but he realises John Newsom is a younger man and maybe not quite as as confident as Mel, who's held back a bit. So he uh, he, he has to do the running for him in the end. So he, he gives it and it runs down the line and he, he crosses it. And you almost think he's missed it because it goes over Chapman, but there's... There's Wallace in absolutely tons of space at the back post. Yeah, it's actually quite a deep cross, isn't it? When you when you look at it, it sort of goes over right over the near post and almost towards the back post. But they seem so preoccupied. Space, I yeah. think they're so preoccupied with Chapman. There are three around him, and then it's like they've completely forgotten about Wallace. And the give and go down that right hand side is it's almost embarrassing from uh, Wimbledon's point of view. Gordon Strachan is 47 years old <laughs> and just tearing away from with the uh, back, with the back of a 57 year old. Tearing away from Terry Phelan, and I think, it, is it who's the defender that he's then up against next? Is it um, Laurie Sanchez that he's just ghosting past? They can't, they can't read the run, they can't chase him, they can't do anything, so he's just off to the byline to do what the hell he wants. Yeah, and it's over, and Wallace takes it down. It's not like the cleanest hit necessarily, but he doesn't need to. He, he puts it quite close to the keeper, who just sort of just lets it in, just given up by this point. 31 minutes, three goals to nil. And an absolutely textbook first half, that one. I mean, you know, we're talking about keeping an eye on things um, down the road at Bramall Lane. You can only deal with what's in front of you, can't you? And at 3-0 at half time, you've got to be happy with what we're doing and just hope that they're going to slip up at some point. And just don't let them back into it early in the second half. That's the other thing. Yeah. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I mean, what happens here? Because we look, we look so assured in that first half and then they just they kind of whack it straight down the middle over the top. And where's all that space come from? It is bizarre, this, this goal. There's... He just appears in the middle of the pitch with White and Fairclough split really, really wide apart for some reason. Yeah, and, and Luke should probably do a bit better on it as well. The the shot is pretty weak and he could probably hold it, but he... Um, he it's, it's a good save in that in the, it's a one-on-one situation, so you've got to give him credit for that, but not hold it onto it. It's a it. shit shot though, the initial one. He's tried yeah. to chip him and instead he's kicked it pretty much straight at him. 
yeah, it does drop back to Miller, who then um, just slides it into the net, which is annoying because we were out of sight in this game, really, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, they don't threaten to come back into it at any stage, which is which is kind of a relief after we, it was Sheffield United at home, wasn't it, where we managed to completely blow it. So it was, uh, yeah, we, we're kind of, it was a, a temporary moment of madness, was this. Uh, more chances to get in front, but then it does happen. 71 minutes, 20 minutes to go. Uh, this time it's White with the clearance. And it's, again, going back to the theme of earlier of Lukic punting it up the field, White sort of a, just kicks it up up the field, doesn't he? Just give that a whack, see where it ends up. And more poor defending. John Scales this time gets caught maybe by the initial challenge and then he tries to pass it back to the keeper. But instead, uh, it's just through ball for Cantona, who takes it really, really nicely, to be fair, and puts it in at the near post at the south stand end. Maybe the number three suits him. I don't know, maybe that's the future, but he's uh, he's very popular. He is. Weirdly, our most popular player at the moment, which is perhaps a little bit unfair. Has he taken the talisman off Mocklin already? <laughs> is that what's happened? Yeah, who are, are Cantona? We're getting again. We didn't get we didn't get to see Mocklin, did we? Maybe yeah. maybe it's because his name is hard to fit into a chant. <laughs> but we do see one player, don't we? Come off the bench, a firm Wilco favourite. Shutty, Shutty comes on and contributes to it being five-one with ten minutes to go, and it's turned into a rout. He's full of energy, Carl Shutt, isn't he? I don't know. I mean, you hardly ever see him for months and then he comes on and he's just absolutely storming up the pitch and this cross is incredible you shouldn't be getting a, a cross that good at that speed from that part of the pitch but it makes a goal well ignore the first touch the touch that took him that wide in the first place because he does appear to have taken it well out of a comfortable zone to cross it doesn't he but he, he has uh, to dig it right off the byline doesn't he really hooks it round um, but he does absolutely brilliantly I have to say it's a fantastic cross but Chapman's header, I mean, if you're defending this, we talk about the pathetic Wimbledon defending, it sort of just bounces off his head almost to the floor, but it just bamboozles everybody and just kind of just goes in the net. Nobody's getting that. I'm glad he got this, uh, got his hat-trick anyway, because I think he's probably saved Rod Wallace a bollocking in the changing rooms because he should have squared one not long before this and uh, instead took the shot on. So he gets his match ball. Um, how many is that this season? He's got at least a couple, hasn't he? Match balls. Um yeah, there was Sheffield Wednesday. Now this one, so at least two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing all right though. Yeah, he's he's reliable. That's what he is. He's absolutely reliable. Making a point of not scoring any any fancy far out goals either. Keep them all around the six yard box. I mean, that was the difference with the the Cantona one, and maybe why he's getting his name sung so much is that the way he finished that shot across Sagers, just a clinical kind of finish that we don't really see from our other players so often not to be harsh against them at all but he brings something that's not a you know Rod Wallace kind of scuffing in a, a half volley and Lee Chapman heading in from two yards which are lovely things that have got us to the verge of the title but then um, yeah here's someone doing something quite different I mean Christ eight games to go Man United have got 11 games to go and this is the difference at this stage is that you could sense right, there was a sort of a palpable sense of disappointment at Ellen Road that even though we'd won 5-1 and it was at a canter because a lot of the goals were kind of almost cheered rather than fully celebrated because there were, the defending was so weak knowing that Man United had won down at Sheffield United late on just I think just let a, some air out of the balloon really and results from this weekend then Villa losing at home to QPR so they've won again QPR on that hot streak of form uh, Chelsea losing at home to Coventry City 1-0 Palace won Liverpool nil. so Maybe Wilco was just indulging in a little bit of kidology there because um, Liverpool, who were 12 points off it before, have lost to Palace. Um, Everton won all with Luton. Forest 2, Norwich 0. 4-3, Oldham against Notts County. Sheffield United 1, Man United 2, as we mentioned. Spurs 0, Sheffield Wednesday 2. 
and West Ham nil, Arsenal two, and the Sunday match Man City nil, Southampton one leaves it looking well. It's as you were, isn't it? It's just another game chalked off, and a little bit of help with the goal difference. Of course, we're now four goals better off than Man United, but we've played 34, 67 points. They've played 31, 65 points. So they are unfortunately still right in the box seat, aren't they? With us going to Arsenal next as well, that's it's a lot to ask, I think, from this stage. I mean, if Wilco was giving Liverpool a chance last week, he should really be, be cutting Sheffield Wednesday into this conversation as well because they're, uh, they're they're 57 points, but they've got a game in hand on us as well. So, yeah, you never know. But I think top two is, I'm still relatively confident of. I know, but we need to win this. Come on, we can't come this close and bloody blow it now, but it doesn't look like it's going to be ours, does it? Unfortunately. I mean, looking down the fixtures, they don't look easy. We've got Alex Ferguson getting cocky as well, saying uh, they're... Um win over Sheffield United he's saying it was a victory for the three well it was a, I can't do we haven't got the recording of it unfortunately it was a victory for the three P's persistence perseverance and patience confidence is back in the club they're all enjoying the football again they all want the ball it was a great day for us piss off <laughs> come on Forrest well yeah we need a favour from them don't we really uh, if this is going to swing back in our favour so we shall see we shall see but I mean we've got to hold on to the optimism it looks unlikely at this stage, but we will get back together. London again. We should have just stayed down there, shouldn't we? Forever. <laughs> yeah. March the 22nd it is that we will get back together. So we've got a little bit of a break now, uh, a chance to uh, maybe bring back some of these injured players, hopefully nurse them through, and we'll see what we can get from Highbury. We'll speak to you then. The match ball. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. Removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.